Hello and welcome back to the season two of Discover Virginia Beach podcast. If you're just tuning in, welcome back. Um, we're taking a deep dive into literally everything Virginia Beach area has to offer for um, the early time of night and for the early time of life and also the late time of the night as well. Today I'm joined by local DJ, Virginia Beach enthusiast, and active community member for events like the Samaritan House VB. I'm pleased to welcome Alexa May, or as they know her at Norvan Peabody's Ariza. Alexa, welcome to the podcast. Hi, nice to be here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, we're super stoked you're here and we appreciate you um, working around your busy schedule of not only working full-time during the day, but also um, you know, tearing it up at, at the night scene and helping everybody have a good time. So we're super excited to dive into uh, dive into your story. So tell us, where are you from originally and what brought you to uh, the Virginia Beach area and what got you to stick around? Well, originally I'm actually from Southern California. So I was born near the beach um, and then I lived near in Las Vegas for four years before coming here because my spouse at the time was in the military. And so I've stuck around because it's actually been a pretty beautiful, peaceful place to live compared to everywhere else that I've been. And it's pretty nice. So, yeah. That's so awesome to hear. And especially somebody coming from the West Coast, I had an opportunity to fly out to Vegas and the West Coast uh, this spring to visit some colleagues of mine. And, you know, quite frankly, I'm, I'm going to brag on Virginia Beach a little bit. It definitely has better vibes um, and a lot more affordability uh, when it comes to just going out and about. But we, we love our West Coast friends and we really love everything they have going on there. Um, so, Alexa, would you mind sharing us uh, your first memory of being inspired by music or DJing uh, altogether? Yeah. Um, so in Las Vegas during COVID, uh, this is kind of bad, but we did have um, underground raves. So we would drive out about two hours into the desert and someone would set up a janky stage made out of plywood and some old like wheels. And we would just rave from like 10 p.m. till 8 a.m. And... Um, I was going through a bit of postpartum depression. So I think going there with my best friends and seeing, um, people having the time of their life and the DJs be normal people as well, inspired me to be able to do that on my own. So that was the first time that I thought that I could do it and that I actually went to a rave and really, really enjoyed it. Wow. What, what a story to tell. So have you, were you ever like, into DJing before or going into raves in general before that moment more as that I actually didn't listen to much EDM before that like I didn't know much about the rave scene electronic music um obviously now I know that it's embedded into everything um in everything but I didn't know anything about it before now Sure. Yeah. I mean, EDM takes place in all the viral trends and the baseline for a lot of soundtracks and movies and also in, in a lot of the the basic uh, but very popular pop songs we hear of today. Um, except yeah. for Taylor Swift. She's got her own thing going on. Shout out to Taylor. You know, yeah. she's her own thing, but whatever. Um, so take us back to this 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 desert rave. What, what does that entail? I'd love to know more. And f- please feel free to share as much or as little as you want, because I know it's during a time when it's not necessarily um, – always uh, seen in the, in the viewpoint of the city as, as appropriate to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, but at the end of the day, uh, it was an outlet for people. And I think it was yes. still a good way for people to have an outlet. And since it was outdoors. Um, so 
uh, that being said, the space where we would have these raves, it was like a canyon next to it as well. So it was this huge canyon <laughs> um, that was behind all the stages. Yeah. Yeah. And so we would have little vendors set up as well. That was pretty cool. We would have people selling hot chocolate or like their homemade goods, stuff like that. People would just pull up in their trucks and their cars and their RVs and just park out. And we would just dance night or like all night. There was this one time for Halloween. We had about like, I want to say like a thousand people out in the desert just wow. raving. And there was flamethrowers and just people spitting out fire. And there was people dressed as clowns um, doing like, they were spinning like flaming rods in the air. It was insane. Like it just went really crazy. <laughs> Oh my goodness. That sounds like a very fun time and a very uh, inspiring opportunity to just kind of reflect. And as you said, help deal with um, all the stuff you had going on during that season of your life. Um, as, as you already alluded to, you did move back to the Virginia Beach area. And I'd love to talk and transition uh, into your second life, your second life of Ariza, if that's okay. <laughs> yeah. um, so I, I personally, I love YouTube. I've to waste a ton of time, uh, you know, watching fail videos and, you know, looking at memes of the office, but you actually took YouTube and, and used it as a tool to learn how to DJ. Could you tell us more about like, what got you to do that? Like what inspired you to do that? Yeah. So, um, like I said, seeing how the DJs at that one desert rave were just like regular people like me, that really inspired me to just figure out a way to be able to do it on my own. So actually how I started was this app on iPhone. It's this uh, app called DJ, D-J-A-Y. And so I would connect my SoundCloud to that app and I would be able to mix on my phone. So I just have like these two tiny little mixers on my phone and I would have the little uh, filter buttons. And I learned basic anatomy of the DJ board on the app. Yeah. <laughs> And so then um, I just was able to save up some money, got myself a physical board, and then just learned off some DJs off YouTube because a lot of people have uh, tutorials. One of the first ones that I watched was actually Alice in Wonderland, uh, who inspires me a lot, actually. She played at EDC this year and then had her baby like two days later. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, that yeah. jam-packed sentence right there. Hold on. So... Alice in Wonderland, not the movie, but the uh, EDC artist, correct? Yeah. <laughs> and then for our viewers who may not be familiar with the, um, including myself, I'm not going to pretend I know all the acronyms here. Uh, EDC, uh, what, what what does that stand for for you? Uh, EDC uh, is uh, Electric Daisy Carnival, which is okay. the festival that is at the Las Vegas Speedway. Okay, gotcha. So it's a, it's a certain type of carnival that exists. Um, that Alice in Wonderland busted out two days before she had her, yeah. her sweet baby. Yep. Oh my goodness! And and you yourself have a son too. Did you have a child? Were you? Did you have your your um your kid at that point in time? Or um, was yeah. it prior? Okay, so it it sounds like it really resonated with you. Yeah, it really stuck with me. Um, just because there's been a lot of times where, as a mom, I have felt, especially as a young mom, I felt like. Being a DJ maybe isn't the best thing for my my family and my son, but um, it's still something that I should be able to work through and show him that anything is possible. And I want him to be able to do the same when he grows up. 
Sure. I, I love that. And, and that reminded me, I, I meant to ask you in the last section, but um, this probably ties into it a little bit too, now that you've shared that. Has there been a piece of advice that's that you've received that you find yourself coming back to again and again to help kind of like guide you through the compass of of navigating motherhood and also the life of a DJ and also the life of figuring out Virginia Beach and, and working a day job? Like, is there any advice that sticks out to you? Um, I think something that just sticks with me is that I want my son to be proud of me and I want him to see how hardworking I am and that I do everything for him. And I think I just want to prove that to myself as well, that I can finish what I started. Absolutely. And, and so when you say finish what you started, do you feel like there is a certain point or a certain milestone that you would like to hit within the, the DJ sphere and in the DJ community in general? Uh, I think yes, but it's not uh, so much about time for me. It's more about just things I want to be able to accomplish, like playing at uh, certain venues or playing at certain festivals and um, doing certain things like uh, building a charity or building a shelter in Las Vegas. That would be super cool. Buying a home for my family, stuff like that. I love that. Yeah. So it's not necessarily a five-year goal because those things don't really exist, but it's it's that milestone of each and every day making your son proud and then also taking one step closer or maybe half a step on some days, right? When you're a little tired and you, you got to push through it to get closer to that goal. I, I love that. And and we will definitely uh, want to come back to that here in a moment um, about your charity and your community involvement. Um, but on the DJ side, I, I'd love to hear from you. What is it really like being a DJ in a beach city? I mean, you you you, you know the the stereotype is you know somebody with these ginormous headphones, you know, and the wiki wiki board, and there's there just lights everywhere. What is it? What is it really like? Well, um, I think for me, it's been pretty hectic. Um, I've been blessed enough to have consistency in my uh, bookings and my job, so I would just say it's very hectic for me. It's very. Um, out of nowhere too like one day I was at Aqua Social Club at the Oceanfront and one of my friends was there DJing um my friend Steven Dodson and Mikey V and they actually invited me to end up playing there so it's just little things where you might end up with a gig out of the blue um but I wouldn't say I involve myself too much with the scene other than just going to work and then going home unless I'm at a show that I really really like <laughs> Sure, sure. Yeah. And, and it's not one of those uh, jobs where you, you know, you sign up for a job posting, right? Or you see a flyer. It's more so word of mouth or, or specific to the event. Yeah. I get that. I get that. And so when, when, um, cause I'd love to uh, encourage and invite people to go out and see your shows and events um, when it comes to maybe some frequently uh, visited venues, do you have a, a certain spot you like to go and perform at or, or where can people go to learn more about um, your shows and such? Um, so it's really, it would be really random, honestly. So the best way to catch up with me would be on my Instagram at Arisa Music. Um, but we'll put, it, we'll put that in the show notes as well as with your SoundCloud. I, I, I was yeah. just for our call. I was, I was typing up the notes for the interview. I was like, man, these are, these are some great, these are some great sounds. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, but yeah, I think the uh, closest thing that I'm going to be doing will be November 19th at Seaside Raw Bar on the oceanfront. I'll be doing a brunch event. Um, so that'll be really fun. But other than that, 
I don't have anything lined up, but it, I'm sure something will come up. So keep up with me on social. Once it pops up, so you got to you got to be in the know. It's it's part of being in, in that type of industry, right? You got to be on yeah. social. You got to be following um, Ariza and as well as Alexa to figure out everything what's going on. It's just Ariza yeah. Instagram, so we keep it simple. Um, was there um, before we get into your community involvement? I'd love to ask you one more question about the DJ side. Is there a certain track or beat that is really personal to you and your journey? Um, I think, uh, yeah, <laughs> there's a few, but right now there's this one song called Wind Horse by Of The Trees, and it's a more slower and menstrual and yeah, instrumental um, kind of like a trap beat song, but it really means a lot to me because um, I heard it around all my best friends during a hard time. And um, the pep talks that I was get, getting during that time was just like, don't give up. You're going to succeed. Because you really do feel down about yourself when you're in the DJ business sometimes. Because um, it could really go nowhere so fast. And you just get insecure sometimes. But so, yeah, I was getting a lot of good feedback during that song. So that song right now means a lot to me. I I am um, I applaud you for what you do because there's definitely um, similar to similar to my industry. There's a lot of uh, nature that's very unpredictable about the business. So it's kind of when it's good months, it's good months, and so when it's slow, it's 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 drastically slow. And there's not as yeah. op- not as much opportunity to provide, uh, although you still possess the same amount of uh, initiative and skills as you do any time of season, whether it's in demand or not. Um, those those moments with our friends are, are great. And that's really, you know, really cool that you have that community, really um important for you know development in general and just being a part of a of a larger community. I mean, the community plays a big role, you know, not only in business here in the area, but also in helping, you know, keep people together. I'd love to know from you, um, what type of community have you built um within the DJ community itself? Uh, and what impact has the community uh, you know affected or changed the way in which you do business? For me, I feel like I have been impacted by the community in way in a way where I just want to be people's friend. I want people to feel like I'm their friend. I want to be genuine. Um, I want to help up, uplift people. I actually had a friend who recently uh, passed away by taking her own life. So I think I've been really reflecting on myself and my community and how people have acted towards me and just really hope to reflect love and kindness. Alex, I'm so sorry for your loss. No, yeah, it's okay. That's tough when you come in those instances of you're trying to be there and be supportive and then something changes. Um, And I understand you do a lot of work to help impact and change people's lives, specifically um, with the Samaritan house. That's something um, you've, you're very passionate about uh, supporting victims of of domestic violence and abuse. What what impact um, has ha, have you had on that, and and how has that organization impacted the way in which you view helping other people? Uh, that was actually really awesome to be able to do. It was actually back in March of this year. Uh, I hosted an event at Peabody's nightclub. Um, I had line a show there, and I was able to. We were able to raise uh, $160 in cash donations and a car full of diapers, clothes, pillows, blankets, a bunch of stuff for the shelter. Um, And 
Yeah, um, I haven't been able to host any other donation drives since, but I've been that made me feel really awesome to be able to give back to my community um, when I could. And yeah, I just hope to be able to help victims of domestic violence and abuse. Um, being one myself, it is something that I'm I'm very strong about. Sure, sure. And I do, of course, want to be respectful of your journey. But um, has has there been any any reflective pieces or or possibly some inspiration that you've kind of pulled from that experience that you'd like to share with others? Or are you still in the process of processing? No, um, I guess I was just in a very bad relationship. Um, And so something I think I would just like to say is just check on your friends as much as they say they're okay, say they're happy. Um, They may not be. They spend too much time at home, take them out, um, just be there for your people. That is very sweet to hear. And a very good and simple reminder to just check on your friends uh, and uh, definitely go see Ariza on her next show and tune in on her Instagram to see uh, when she's playing next. In the meantime, though, um, we're going to transition back to Alexa. Alexa, we have some rapid fire questions for you. These questions are light and fast, rapid fire. You can uh, answer them with as much or as little detail as you want. Are you ready? Yes. All righty. First question is, who is your favorite DJ? Um, I would say, dang, <laughs> right now, Vanessa. Vanessa? Uh, does she have yeah. a handle or any other identifiers so people can go and check her out? So her name is spelled V-N-S-S-A, and that'll be her Instagram. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. I'll put that in the show notes down below so people can go and check out Vanessa. All righty. Next question. What's one beat, song, or DJ trend that you could honestly just live without? <clears throat> um, I would say it would be Hole's signature, um, like, yeah, his signature. He goes, like, Every time his beat drops, he goes, <laughs> it's like some weird laugh and I hate it so much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I feel that way about Pitbull listed worldwide. Those, those are, is that similar? Is that similar in the way yeah. it's like, all right, did you forget your, your mic is on? Um, you're still, no, okay. I will not put any of those names in the show notes. Just, just once you hear those, delete those from your brain and we'll keep going with the rapid fire. Um, favorite Virginia beach to visit. I would say um, East Beach. East Beach. Love it. And for those people who don't know, uh, definitely go and check out my free Facebook group, Discover Virginia Beach. Um, There's actually 10 unique beach experiences, and I dive into all of those. And in the meantime, East Beach. And I believe, are you referring to Chicks Beach or are you referring to Chesapeake Beach? Um, Sorry. Uh, Beach as in in Norfolk on the Bay side, correct? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yes, yes. So stay tuned for that. We actually, um, um, not separate from this episode, but we have another um, Airbnb tour that we'll be doing, highlighting an East Beach uh, Airbnb uh, sponsored with Sojourn. So stay tuned for that, folks. Uh, it's, It's definitely been a lot of fun. And so with that in mind, we definitely want to be respectful of your time. Alexa, thank you so much for joining us on today's conversation. Um, Before we go, I definitely want to give you the spotlight, roll out the red carpet for you. Is there anything going on um, that you'd like to promote or any events or a special message that you'd like to leave the audience with uh, today? Um, Just thank you for having me. Thank you for letting me be here. I'm playing at Seaside Raw Bar 
um, November 19th. It'll be around 11 a.m., I believe. And uh, keep you up on my social, at Arise Music. And, yeah, thank you. Wonderful. Awesome. Well, uh, Alexa, before we go, got one final question for you, and that is, what's one question uh, I didn't ask you yet that you would have liked me to ask? Um, I think where my favorite place to eat is. Okay, let's hear it. Top, uh, let's say, let's give you a scenario just to give you some parameters. I got an interview, um, Stormy Blue recently. She'll be featured on the podcast as well. She does a tremendous job highlighting all the food places. And one of her most frequently asked question is her least favorite question. And that is, what do you recommend to eat? Because she's like, I've interviewed hundreds of businesses. So I'm going to give you some scenario. Is that okay, Alexa? All right. Yeah. So let's say that uh, there's a tragic, t- terrible fire. Nobody's injured, but all the restaurants burned down except uh, maybe your favorite uh, type of food. And there's only three of them that survived this massive fire featured all over the Virginia pilot. No one was injured, not even a crab. What are the three restaurants? Park Lane Tavern, uh, Abbey Road, and uh, Chicks. Park Lane Tavern, Chicks. And what was the second one? Uh, the second one you said? The Abbey Road. Abbey Road. Oh, we love Abbey Road. Yes, absolutely. Wonderful. Well, I really have had a uh, wonderful time conversing with you, uh, Alexa. Thank you again uh, for the opportunity to speak with you, to hear about the music, as well as the message that you have of inspiring people to get out there, have some fun, and also to be supportive within your community and within your friend group. And with that said, that brings us to another end of an episode of Discover Virginia Beach Podcast. Thank you again, Alexa. And thank you, our dedicated listeners, for checking us out for another episode. We hope you've enjoyed this conversation. Definitely go and follow Alexa. Let her know uh, what you thought of the episode in the comment section below. And until next time, go out and discover Virginia Beach and find some fun things that you'd like to do. I'll see you all in the next episode.